big event happening this Friday at uh, Memorial Stadium. They have a really cool like uh, family event they're going to do, and they're going to be able to screen the movie called The Sandlot, which should be required viewing for all people in America, and also uh, an opportunity to hang out with the uh, gentleman of which it's uh, based on. His name is Scott Evans, and he's hanging out in studio with us this morning. How are you, sir? Good early morning. Great. Thanks. No, no problem, man. Thanks for coming in. You know, uh, we, we got a chance to kind of talk it up a little bit yesterday. We were talking about you coming in about how not just The Sandlot, but also Radio Flyer, based on uh, some things that, you, that happened when you were a child. And, you know, th- that's two movies made out of one person's childhood. That'd be pretty eventful, I imagine, right? Yeah, they're legacy products. I mean, uh, The Sandlot's an evergreen product for Fox. It just never goes away. It's cross-cultural, cross-generational. My brother wrote, narrated, and directed it. And it was uh, made after an incident where a ball went over a fence. And some knucklehead, namely me, had to go over the fence, get the ball, pickle the beast. The beast really got me. Uh, so he turned that traumatic story into a heroic sort of story in the Sandlot. Radio Flyer was interesting. came out about a year before the Sandlot and uh, about two abused children. And, you know, we had to, we had to escape that horrible stepfather. Right. And uh, one of the reasons they're iconic is because so many people can recognize and it's so relevant to so many people's lives. Uh, so anyway, uh, in, in, in the story Radio Flyer, I was the little boy who flew away in the wagon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was, uh, but these now are really cool stories that inspire people. And I think that's just real neat. So there you go. You know, and you, you had an opportunity, you know, to, to work with, I, I guess they were, the project's pretty close to each other. So you went through the project once with uh, Radio Flyer, and then you did it again with your brother, which probably had to be a little bit more of an enjoyable experience for you. Uh, pretty much. I mean, we get along. Uh, we're brothers. We're two and a half years apart. He's the older one. <laughs> <laughs> and I dare say uh, a pretty creative guy. I mean, he's done over 40 projects. Uh, and as far as uh, Radio Flyer and the Sandlot go, it was really neat to be a part of uh, you know, just uh, inspiring those stories in him. And, I mean, he goes way back to Hocus Pocus. He, he wrote that. And uh, so, yeah, so now I uh, go out and uh, inspire people, tell people about the stories, and let them know it's okay to, you know, to tell their stories. And, you know, and, and maybe, maybe tell an iconic story one day that uh, will make a difference in people's lives. And, and then to, to go from, you know, having those stories made about you to becoming a long-lived, beloved character. And what does that mean, you know, where it, it is timeless, as you said. Yeah, it means a lot because you never know the effect you're going to have. So when people say, oh, my gosh, it's, uh, you know, you went over the thing. You really pickled the beast. What kind of dog was it? They immediately want to go into hearing the story behind the stories behind the stories. And there really were whirly rides in a, in a department store parking lot. Uh, there were, <laughs> really were, uh, you know, fireworks in the street and in the park. There really were that, Ameri- that Americana. Almost now, I guess, people think about it as a vintage sort of life. Right. But uh, those stories, they immediately want to go behind the scenes. Norman Rockwell, Scott Evans. Oh, well, thank you. Right? <laughs> I mean, well, we were talking about this earlier today, especially about the Sandlot and, and how baseball and how, you know, as kids, it's different now for kids uh, with the whole kind of, uh, I guess, just the, the way our culture is different than when we were kids. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm writing a book. Uh, it's already written. It's being edited now called Pacoima Days. It all, all these stories happen in Pacoima, a little area north of downtown Los Angeles. And um, in, in the story, I talk about uh, we had our own fantasy league of sorts. I mean, we played basketball. We played football. We played soccer. But when we played baseball, we weren't. We weren't a team. We weren't any one player. We were many players. So when we were at bat, I might have been Willie Stargell. Right. I might have been Pete Rose. When I was pitching, I was Nolan Ryan or something, <laughs> right? When I was playing third base, I w- so it was really neat. And that opened up that opened up a world for us that was just great. We look forward to it every day. And nowadays, it's different for kids because it's so organized, and there seems to be a need for that. But it also seems to take away some of the the some of the fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then, you know, getting kids to get out and play and play baseball is a whole other animal, too, you know? I mean, with all the distractions they have these days. You know, uh, we, it was for us, it was, you're in or you're out. Right. And we, all, we always said, we're out, you know, let the screen door slam, and then we were off, off to the races until sundown. You know, uh, you get a chance to, uh, I imagine, travel all over the country and uh, and do things like this involving around the Sandlot. Do you have? Do you keep a running track of how many times you've actually seen the movie? Has to be a lot. Uh, it's been a lot. I've got to keep up on it because <laughs> yeah. people throw, you know, those sliders in the dirt and references i have to go oh it was that right. oh yeah absolutely right it makes sense you know and uh, do people call you you know scotty smalls and that kind of stuff or do you try to keep it separate i i keep it separate i mean one of the things i that they like that component to the story but they also like the the idea that somebody actually went over and pickled the beast they want to know what kind of dog it was yeah. And it was a Doberman pincer, a little point of trivia there. <laughs> uh, Friday night, we'll tell uh, more stories behind the stories. But as far as Scotty Small's character goes, it was kind of funny, because in the, in the movie, um, you'll see that Dennis Leary, the father, is playing catch, and Scotty catches a ball in the eye, and then they throw a, a stake on it, right? Right. Well, in real life, my dad would sit me against a block wall and throw tennis balls at me Yikes. to kind of soften me up so I, I you know... <laughs> So I, I wouldn't be afraid of balls. So, yeah, it worked out pretty well. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And it's a really cool event that the Hawks are putting on uh, this Friday. It's going to start around 6.30. The movie is going to air at uh, around 9.30, around dusk. They want you to bring the chairs out, kind of check it out, and be able to screen a movie like this. And it, it's got to be cool to see uh, that kind of thing kind of come to light and see a bunch of people enjoy something that you worked so hard to put together. Right? Absolutely. And it's kind of a picnic in the park sort of thing. Like you said, bring the lawn chairs, bring the blankets, sleeping bags, and just kind of sit back and enjoy. It's an alcohol tobacco-free family environment, so it's going to be really neat. Uh, and it's just the whole the whole concept surrounding these screenings is just that: is the family bringing people back to that time and let them experience that through the you know through watching the movie. And I know you're going to have a chance to tell some stories, sign some autographs, and uh, they're going to do some cool contests with the kids there. And another member of the cast is going to be out there as well, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marty, York. Marty York, he's going to be there. He gets uh, he gets here this week, and he'll be there uh, telling stories about the production and what it was like for him. Uh, 20 years ago. The funny thing is, it's, it came out 20 years ago. Uh, back in uh, April was the 20th uh, anniversary. And then, uh, but it was 20 years before that, when I was eight years old, is when it all happened. So it's kind of, it's really weird how that, that segmented time has just happened that way. Right. And by no stretch of the imagination are you, uh, you know, docile. You're a very busy person, an inventor. You write, you were talking about. What other kind of stuff are you working on? One of the things I do, I'm pretty proud of, is I uh, do a lot of community service as it relates to state and federal prisons in California. I've developed a couple of, uh, couple of programs for inventing and entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurialism. And I deliver those uh, programs to state and federal prisoners, and they get a lot out of it. So from my perspective... I get to see them when they get out, in some cases, do really well, get jobs, get reconnected with family and friends and the, and, and the community and work. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, we, we want uh, as many people as, as can that can go out on Friday night and check this out. Uh, BoiseHawks.com is the website that you can go to if you want to grab tickets to this event. And, uh, Scott, what time are you going to head on out there and, and be a part of the fun? I'll be there all day. We're all having right. a luncheon, a VIP luncheon uh, during the day, and then we're going to hang out for a little bit. And at 630, the, the fun and, you know, the family fun starts, the games, the contests. And then, like you said, about 930 or so, around dusk, uh, the screening starts. I'll kick it off with a little storytelling to watch out for this, watch out for that. And then after... <laughs> Afterwards, we'll wrap it up with a little maybe Q&A. But these things turn into conversations because people really want to know about the stories, uh, you know, because they want to go live them. And then they go out and start living those, 
creating the events themselves when they when when they leave the screenings. You it's know, great. Boise Hawks play a great role in the uh, the community, and this is another way they're doing that. And it's a great event for the entire family. If the kids haven't seen the movie, what a great experience for them, and what a great way for them to to see it. You know, watch and then talk to somebody that actually it's all about. It's a really cool idea. So Scott, thanks for coming in this morning and talk things up, man. We appreciate it. Outstanding. I appreciate the time, guys. Thanks, no man.